With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. It's me, it's me, it's the D-O-double-G, the road dog, Jesse James, and by my side, as always, is that B-A-double-D-A-double crooked letter, badass Billy Gunn. Together we are the New Age Outlaws, and you're listening to the VOC Nation. And if you ain't down with that, we've got two words for you. Suck it. VOC Nation provides live daily streaming shows where fans have the ability to interact with the hosts and guests by phone call, email, and Twitter. VOC Nation hosts include the legendary Ken Resnick, who you probably remember from the AWA and WWE, former WCW performer The Maestro, Wes Briscoe, who you probably remember from Impact, Brady Hicks, who you remember from Pro Wrestling Illustrated, former WWE and TNA star Shelly Martinez, and former Philly radio personality Bruce Wirtz. VOC Nation's two most popular shows are Wrestling With History, featuring Ken Resnick and Bruce Wirtz, streaming live on Wednesday nights at 9.30 Eastern, and of course, In the Room, featuring Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks and WCW alum The Maestro. And by the way, both of these shows take callers live during the show. What are you waiting for? Go listen live right now at VOCNation.com and subscribe to all of our podcasts by searching for VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. Oh, and follow them on Twitter, too, at VOCNation. Just fancy opening. Fancy, fancy. We only says we only you know strive for the best. I mean, we're pretty classy guys when we do what we do. So I mean, yeah, it's gonna be pretty, pretty amazing. So what's up, dude? Guys, welcome. Sorry, I was adjusting some volumes. What's going on? It is Big Ace, and of course, this is the Briscoe and Big Ace show. With me is the man, Wes Briscoe. What's up, brother? It's been like two weeks. We did the show with your dad, Pop came on, and we had a lovely time, minus the internet issues. <laughs> and then uh, and it seemed that people really enjoyed that show. Yeah, it was definitely fun to uh, – before we kick it off, I just want to give my uh, prayers and thought outs to my buddy AJ out in South Africa. He's um, in the hospital right now and uh, just – you know, thoughts and prayers to his family and um, everyone over there because he's a guy that really is helping put indie wrestling and pro wrestling back in South Africa and really striving to make it to what it should be. And um, to hear that uh, he's in the hospital right now is kind of a uh, upsetting day. And if we can just, you know, give our thoughts and prayers out to AJ and, uh, Let's just, you know, send some good vibes and just, you know, keep his uh, thoughts in our, uh, his prayers in, in our thoughts. Yeah, definitely. Positive vibes going out to AJ. Great person. So that uh, hopefully he can bounce back recover better than ever, AJ. <clears throat> um, so. That's why I got the South Africa shirt on. And, of course, you know, I got the Bucks hat to represent us going to the Super Bowl with Mr. Tom Brady. So. Yeah, before we get back to uh, <clears throat> talking about the show with your dad, I wanted to ask you about that, too, because, man, when when you guys signed Brady, you were hitting me up, right? You're like, yo, we got Brady. Yep. And then, like, halfway through the season, you kind of gave up on him. And now. I never gave up on the Well, box. but you were just like, uh, I don't know if it's going to happen. But yeah, because, to be honest with you, I haven't really been – I didn't watch football at all this year. I yeah. literally – the only game I watched was one with my dad. And that's it. I really haven't paid attention to any sports or any football, so I've kind of just just hearsay from what other people have been saying. And I don't really watch Sports Center or any of that stuff, so I don't really catch too much up on my sports. Um, so I don't really know. But then once I saw the Bucks were doing really well, I started watching, and then 
I actually watched the game with my mom a little bit because my dad was at WWE doing something at the Performance Center. So he was actually out of town. I know he was going crazy. He was probably on his phone the whole time, not even paying attention to whatever he had to do at WWE because he's probably like, A, I'm retired. Right. B, the Bucks might go to the Super Bowl. And the craziest thing, I think this is the first time ever that a team's actually playing in their hometown in the Super Bowl. Is it in Tampa this year? Yes, it is. Oh, shit. I didn't even know that. How crazy is that that the Super Bowl will be in Tampa Bay? And another crazy thing is a lot of the guys don't know this, but a lot of – we get uh, we call them snowbirds yeah, here yeah. in Florida. Um, a lot of people from up north that are love the Patriots, and they're huge Patriots fans. So it's kind of funny to see them, like, kind of all wearing Buck stuff, and then you kind of question them, and they're like, well, I like both, but I like Brady, and I, love, I, I also like the Patriots. I'm like, you got to pick one. But right. it's just cool to see Tampa Bay finally back in the Super Bowl, and not only they're back in the Super Bowl, they're back in their home field in Raymond James Stadium, which should be insane. I wish COVID wasn't happening because – be a lot easier for me to go because I probably right. could get tickets, but mm. if it's COVID, I believe it's um, only uh, season ticket holders and uh, certain people like that that get the opportunity to get to go to the Super Bowl. Dude, that's <laughs> crazy. I didn't even realize, I didn't put two and two together that they're hosting it and they're in it. That's, I remember Minnesota, Minneapolis a couple years ago hosted the, the Super Bowl, and that was the talk because everybody here thinks every year the Vikings are going to be the best team ever. Yeah, but imagine if the Vikings – Oh, yeah, it. and if they would have, it would have been nuts. And it was a brand-new stadium at the time, like all that. But that was what everybody was talking about. Um, but that's crazy. I'm all about it. Tampa, go Tampa, man. Screw, the, uh, screw Kansas City. Sorry if anybody's watching. Uh, that, <laughs> I think it's going to be a hell of a game. And, I'm I actually look, and the cool thing about it – did you get to look in a way is how I'm looking at it? You're seeing one of the best quarterbacks of all time, you know, arguably maybe playing his last year versus the brand new quarterback from the Chiefs, the young gun, already won a Super Bowl, kind of following in Brady's footsteps in a way. You know what I mean? He's kind of transitioning into going to be one of the world's greatest quarterbacks. And it's crazy to see the two go head-to-head, I'm kind of looking forward to see that mindset of those two great athletes and the age difference and how they handle it. Because you can't say um, the quarterback from the Chiefs is um, inexperienced because he's already won a Super Bowl. Yeah, So he has the experience. So to see these two great quarterbacks go head-to-head, it's going to be something that will go down in history, I believe. Yeah, definitely. I mean, Mahomes, Brady, that's <clears throat> two of the best going at it in the same game for the for the championship. That's pretty sick. Um, yeah. Yeah, man, that'll be fun. It'll be – dude, I'm the same way. I dropped off of football like three months ago. I'm a Cowboys guy, even though I'm in Minnesota. I'm a Cowboys guy. I have been my whole life. <clears throat> and it was pretty clear halfway through the season we weren't doing shit. After Dak went down, that was kind of just it. Uh, so I, I didn't even watch like the last five games because I couldn't handle it anymore. I was just like, it's so sad. So yeah, I, I haven't watched anything. I'm gonna watch the Super Bowl though. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Who's the halftime show this year? Um, it is I think Travis Scott. Is it? I don't think. It... No, isn't it the weekend? Is it the weekend? Yeah. It's the weekend. Oh, it's the weekend. Yeah, blind and light, whatever. Yeah. He has that messed up face that he did for that last video he just did where his face is like this big. That was awesome. Uh, Yeah, so that's going to be a fun and interesting game. But uh, I wanted to ask you, because we started talking about your dad and and the interview we did with him. What's that like for you? Have you guys ever had to do a show that together? I mean, minus our Hall of, our Hall of Fame show, because that was kind of a special occasion. There were multiple people there. But, like, was that the first time that you sat down and kind of had these kind of talks with him where it's being broadcasted? Yes. So how did that make you feel? Uh, it was cool to sit down and – because me and my dad really don't talk about wrestling at all, unless right. it's dealing with Red. If it's dealing with uh, Red Velvet, you know, um, 
Nobody um, hurt. Don't worry. <laughs> um, when it's dealing with her, sorry, I got sidetracked. Um, when it's dealing with her, he watches, and then we talk wrestling. But other than that, we don't really talk wrestling. And um, it, it was cool because, you know, we don't really talk wrestling and to, like, catch up like that. It's, it's different experience. Yeah. Sorry, I got sidetracked. I think there's a lot of people who really enjoyed the story of you punching numerous guys in the nuts when you were a kid. Yeah, it happens. I mean, I just, I laugh because I feel like the boys back then were probably like, hey, if you go to Briscoe's house, watch out. The little guy runs around. No, see, the the thing with the boys is probably, they probably were like, hey, go, go see how good he can punch. There you go. The boys wanted to see each other get, you know, pranked. So, yeah. yeah, So that'd be something that the boys would probably wouldn't warn nobody about. Right. Yeah. And uh, yeah. And uh, there's some really good stories that came out of that. We had a lot of fun. If you guys haven't seen it, YouTube guys, we have the Briscoe and Big A show YouTube. There's a lot of cool stuff that's going to be going on there as well. If you haven't been checking it out, uh, there's a really cool vlog that you and Red did. Your cooking video is up there. That's still one of my favorites. Uh, My vlog or our vlog from when I came down there for your uh, ARW show uh, about a year and a half ago now. Thank you, Pandemic. Uh, but there's some cool things coming in the future. I know you're working on some cool videos. I got a Vegas trip that we're going to make a little video out of. Uh, and we may even be together sooner than later. to do. Something. Yeah. So we got a bunch of good stuff coming out on YouTube. And then me and Red have been doing some cooking stuff. And we're just waiting to get a little bit bigger kitchen before we start doing a lot more. But we're going to start doing a lot more of uh, – cooking shows and especially because she can cook desserts like no other which is a bad thing for me because i'm probably gonna get fat but she can make some desserts literally okay we'll put it this way she made a thing of brownies and she left town and guess who ate all the brownies (laughs) i did i ate all the brownies and she like was like really less and i'll say well they were good it's not my fault i mean you can't a good brownie if it's left around unattended you can't help eat all that and it's delicious so uh i believe you 100 percent, but i'm still going to ask red to prove it when i'm uh next to you guys the next time in person oh prove it uh you better be careful because she can back up her uh her bacon I fully intend her to back it up. I just need to get fatter, and that sounds wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, man, so that was uh, yeah. YouTube guys, check it out. We also have the Facebook, we have Instagram, we're on Twitter, all of it. Find it if you are not someone who wants to or can always watch our shows. VOC Nation, VOC Radio Nation have been very cool. Uh, we're glad to be a part of those guys. You can find our audio-only versions exclusively on the VOC Nation with some other cool shows. Bill Apter, uh, Shelly Martinez, uh, Ken Resnick, uh, just a whole bunch of great uh, wrestling uh, personalities and talent on the VOC Nation. So check that out as well. I was just going to say that. I'm very impressed with the uh... – VOC Nation's audio selection and the the uh, how would you say the members the, the content just the, the, the content that they're show. putting out is just incredible and the cool thing about the VOC Nation is that they got a bunch of different types of content you, you it's not all the same you get a big huge variety of different content from us to just everyone's Shelly just the there's a huge spectrum of, you know, podcasts out there and, you know, they're blessed that we're a part of it. And it's cool to see them spreading out to where they're at now. Cause we've been a part of them for a while. We've been kind yeah, of just over a year now, I think. Yeah. It's been cool, man. And again, they have different kinds of shows, but it all kind of comes back to wrestling. Cause again, if you're a diehard Briscoe and big ace uh, fan, you know darn well we don't always just talk wrestling. In fact, wrestling kind of is the smallest <laughs> portion of our shows usually. Uh, or just the actual talk of like... Our guests, because we do have a lot of, you know, pro wrestlers guests, but we like to get to know our guests. We kind of like to ask the questions that aren't normally asked. You know, we like to like actually get to know our guests. Because like, right. everyone asks I feel like in the podcast world, it's always the same questions. It's always, 
Who's your dream match? What would you like to wrestle? You know, who did you enjoy getting in the ring with? What is so-and-so? Like, you finally get to a point where it's just like, it gets so repetitive where I, you could prove vouch for me. I get where I get a hundred requests to do podcasts and I just don't do it because it, it doesn't, it loses its fun when you're just talking about the same thing over and right. over. And for me, you know how I am. I'm like, all right, I've, I've done the ask this question a hundred times. You can right. easily look up my answer plenty of places. Like, you're not getting any new fresh content, so why are you even bothering me? <laughs> right. Guys, a funny story, and we've kind of talked about how this is how we initially met, but the funny story of how we initially met and did the very first time you and I ever did any kind of show together was when you were a guest on a former show uh, I was co-host on, is it took a good day, day and a half to talk you into it. And again, it took settling on doing it in the pool, like in the hot tub legit, so we had it, but I mean, it, you were not on board right away. We definitely had to kind of like talk to you, uh, buddy you up and kind of be like, come on, man, just help us out. Like we really want to. Well, here, here's the thing. I, I always like to think of, it's like, you want to keep a mistake about yourself. You don't always want to throw yourself out there so much where it gets watered down where you're not special anymore. I mean, I'm not saying I'm special or anything like that, but at the time I was doing a lot of TV. I was on yeah. TNA a bunch. So, uh, you know, I just wanted to keep, you know, mistake about myself because I didn't want to be the, you know, I just, I, I wanted to pick and choose who I let interview me because I feel like that's my right. I have any right. I don't have to do anything. Like I don't, you know, none of these things, none of these guys will pay me anything. So why do I have to waste my hour? Because I value my time very precious. Time's money. Time's, you know, like time you can never get back. Yeah. And, you know, two hours turns into time that I can never get back. I don't know what I could have done or what I might have achieved or accomplished during those two hours that I just lost. But who knows? I don't know. But, you know, I'm kind of, you know, I pick and choose what podcast i like to but really i don't do any but ours unless it's a really good friend of mine right so. yeah and like i said it was not lost on me back then when i <laughs> agreed to do it and we did it and it was like hey man that was worth the begging because that was a well, good i don't shit. think you guys had them we didn't know we didn't have to and to be honest by the way anyway we didn't beg uh, I think this was the same year that someone we know was on top of a table in a sombrero at the end of the night. So yeah. it wasn't bagged, but it was a lot of, we were just hanging and having mm -hmm. a good time that in a day and a half, we were finally able to it get was it. Like, it, was, it was pretty much like, oh, if we don't hang out with him till <laughs> five in the morning, we might not get an interview. This is true. This is. I think that night I got tattooed at like three in the morning or four in the morning. It's <laughs> crazy things that happen in Waterloo, Iowa. Um yeah, man, and look at us now. What, how many years later, and now we have a way better show than I had back then. How long until the Hall of Fame, Waterloo Hall of Fame, is coming up? I mean, I believe it has to be. July, the weekend of the July 15th, so. We're looking at. We're about to hit February. Oh, it's not too bad. We're about seven months, seven months out a lot of cool things happening down there, including a uh, live anniversary show, the Briscoe and Big A show, with uh, special guests. We say guests because we already have one uh, confirmed, and we're going to work on another maybe one. Yeah. Have some fun with that show. So, yeah, anyways, uh, I wanted to also talk to you because uh, something else you're always, I mean, like, dude, you are a fish. Like, I'd be like, you, you're a fish. You're always in water. I am a Pisces. I love it. Uh, and surf season, because, again, I've been learning so much about the world of surfing because of you in the last three years that uh, it fascinates me. And I want to try the belly surfing. I'm going to action bronze it up. Oh, so did you see? I was going to ask you, did yeah. you see the bronson of him getting barreled in the wave pool? But I saw he, it, and I was like, there we go. I can do But that. here's the thing is, Bronson has been putting in the work, oh, though. He's actually been going, like, every single day and actually, like, really learning how to do it. it. That wasn't just, like, a freak 
thing. Like, Bronson's has been putting in the work. And it's crazy because he's lost weight. He's Dude. trimmed down. And yeah. he said it's because of the ocean and he wants to get better on the boards. And, you know, that's like when you see someone like that just, like, see the power of the ocean motivate you to become healthier and become a better person because you got to think like he's a rich person, a rich rapper. And, you know, like for him to want to better himself, his health and just like, you know, love the ocean, something like the ocean to like change his mindset and to change the way he's living is kind of powerful to show you how powerful mother nature is and the ocean is. That's why everybody should, should at least go out and put their feet in the ocean once or twice. Like it's, it's something that's, you know, very valuable, I believe. It is a very spiritual connection, I feel, uh, when you're you're in the ocean and you're just and just taking it in, the water, the beauty. Uh, you know, when I've been down there by you and we were at Cocoa Beach, uh, my favorite Hawaii, like every time I'm on those beaches, it's just magic. Uh, Miami, all of it. It's just, yeah, the ocean is dope for sure. And, yes. Dude, the guy has lost so much weight. He's putting in the work so hard with the dieting, the losing the weight, the surfing. And, yeah, seeing that, man, it helps you get motivated. I'm somebody that's in that same position. I'm trying to lose some weight. I'm trying to get healthier. I'm, I'm finally starting to turn the corner on it. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm starting to finally eat better. Uh, I mean, you, <laughs> were on, you, were on, you were on a solid roll for a while. You were, you were hitting the gym, and then all of a sudden the pandemic. COVID kind of hit the yeah, pandemic. The pandemic was – I felt it, and I felt great, and then the pandemic came. Uh, you know what I've been doing, though? <laughs> I've been doing DDP yoga uh, lately. Oh. And that stuff is no joke. No joke. Kicking my butt. But you know what, dude? I, it's made me also realize how unbalanced I am and how unflexible I am. And probably your breathing pattern. Oh, my God, yes. Oh my God. That's like the biggest part of yoga is your breathing pattern is learning how to like when, when I train, well, I don't train people to work out, but if I like work out with one of my friends or someone or the wifey, I'm always constantly making sure breath movement because a lot of people want to hold their breath while they're working out. And that's very bad. You want to be constantly breathing while you're doing those poses. And the more you breathe, the easier it allows your body to relax and to be able to do those poses. And that's the crazy thing is allowing your mind and your breath just to kind of take over and allow your body just to relax and allow, you know, your mind to just control your body. Yeah, dude, it's it's super crazy. You know this too. When I first met you, I was still a heavy uh, cigarette smoker. Yeah. You know, and it's only been this next September will be two years that I'm smoke I'm cigarette nicotine free. And that was something too. Like I realized like, Oh wow. Man, that was really messing me up, too. And you just, when you're doing it, you know. Like, you know when you're a smoker. Like, this isn't good for me. <laughs> but when you stop for that long and then really realize, like, oh, like, things taste better. I smell things better. And, like, I just feel better. That's crazy. And course, doing yeah. That. It's almost like you have that stickiness yeah. ripped right off of you. It's nuts, dude. It's nuts. So, yeah. So, I started that. We'll see how this goes. I'm going to keep at it keep eating and uh hopefully the summer I, i'll look a little bit better when i take a shirt off and yeah just back yeah back as you're saying yes it is surf season right now and i was able to go surfing and brought the gopro with me i only was only able to surf for like 30 minutes and then i had to drive three hours and go to work but you know i made sure i got to enjoy those 30 minutes style was in the water and i only caught two waves out of that 30 minutes and normally i was glad I caught two waves because you can sit out in the ocean and only catch like three really good waves. Right. And like you might catch a couple, but they're not good waves. They might close out and they might, because we're surfing beach breaks where beach breaks, the sand is not always the same. So it shifts. So the wave doesn't break perfectly. Like a wave that breaks over a reef is always going to be perfect because it has uh, artificial bottom, which is not artificial because the reef is real, but it has um, a structure underneath that's solid that will never change unless a, a ship or something runs into it. So it's always going to create this perfect wave. The only thing that will change would be the swell direction, and that would kind of make the wave a little bit different, but not much. It'll always kind of be the exact, going the exact same way, and will barrel in the exact same spot or it'll open up 
and the exact usually where it barrels it's where it's really really shallow and that will create the wave to pitch over so it's little things like that and florida right now we only get waves during hurricane season and of course winter time and right now we're getting all the northeasterns which is all those storms up north and up in Alaska and New York and all those crazy snowstorms, they're pushing down. And as that pushes down, that hits the warm water and that starts creating these waves. And that's why during the wintertime, we get a lot of good waves because they're long period. Long period means it takes a long time for the wave to actually get to where we're coming mm-hmm. to like to, to Florida, which makes it stronger compared to like a short period where there's a ton of waves but they're not very powerful. They're kind of weak because they just show up. You know, it's a hard thing to like throttle weather scientists. Stuff right, like right. Well, let me ask you this then. Uh, you know, we mentioned Action Bronson and him. And he's got those videos online doing the belly surfing in those like indoor wave pools. Have you done something like that? Have you done an indoor wave pool for surfing? And if so, do those waves ride, those man-made waves, do they ride the same as just in the ocean? Or can you tell, as a as someone who d- does this regularly, can you tell the difference while you're riding it? See, I've only ridden, ridden sorry, um, the one in Coco. I mean, no, not in Coco. In, um, what's it, Disney World? Yeah, Typhoon Lagoon. I think it's Disney World. Um, I've only done that. I've done that one like four times. And that one feels like a real ocean wave. It's a little soft, but the wave pools that are in Texas, New Jersey, um, California, like Kelly Slayer's one, the one that's in the BR Ski Ranch in Austin, Texas, those are like real deal like waves, like legit, like pretty. I haven't got the opportunity to be able to surf one of those waves, but those are like legit because it's like the money that I could spend to go surf one of those artificial waves. I could spend going to go surf like a real wave. So it's like, (laughs) "Eh, do I want to really go surf in Texas or do I rather go to somewhere in South America? Uh, I'd rather go to South America. Exactly. It's an adventure and fun is like, with kind of like is with surfing. I feel like that's like, a big part of it. It's the adventure and fun and like praying that there's going to be good ways because a lot of times you go somewhere and you'll travel somewhere and you'll save all this money to like go surf this wave and you show up and it's flat and you're just like, Oh my God. Like, and, but then, you know, you figure out other things to do, you know, it, you always make the trip fun, but that's like the, the mystique of like surf trips is like, are we going to score? The wave's going to be perfect. Or like, you know, you never know, like you get there and it's like going off the first half of the trip, then it gets flat or it's flat right when you get there. And then like the last four days, it's magical. And you're just like, Oh my God, this is like best ever. Like it's mother nature is so hard to predict that that's why I think surfing is such a, like when you actually get on the wave and, accomplish everything you're just like wow it took a lot just to get there it wasn't just like oh i'm going surfing today and the waves are perfect it doesn't happen that way right so that's what we'll have to do then when i'm down there next let's start maybe with the belly surfing you can teach me how to do that yeah i think i think you could do a longboard easily you think so i got like a 710 you think oh yeah all right i'm willing to try it for the YouTube, I'm willing to try it. Just so even if it doesn't work out, at least people got good content that you can laugh at me for. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have my I have my boy Buttons getting up on the wake surfer not too long ago. Oh shoot! Yeah, I mean, he never thought he'd be on the wake surfer, and he was out there shredding it. Behind, were you got out the buttons. Pulling him? Were you pulling him on the boat? Yeah, pulling him behind the boat. Boat I'd like, I'd like to try that too. I tried water skiing way back when I was in like high school. Mm-hmm. I you can get up, dude. I just ate so much water and then just was like, I'm done. Tried five. Yeah, it, it's especially if you have a really awkward life jacket on and it's like drowning you as you have the life jacket on. It's like, uh, it's not fun. Dude, that's nuts. Uh, so a little bit of wrestling that we could jump into. Uh, big event happening this Sunday, very big traditional event, and that is the Royal Rumble is going to happen. Um, 
there's a lot of cool things happening on that show, man. Uh, I'm going to talk about some of it to get your opinion on the matches of that night and uh, who you think is going to win or lose. Yeah, because the battles. Dude, it's so the cool, the inter not cool, but the interesting thing, and I don't know why this is pulling up the 2020 stuff. That's not like how's it not cool. Uh, well, so the men's rumble match this year is is very super in the air. Like it's very hard to predict where they're gonna go with it. There's a lot of different variables uh, that may happen throughout that night to get to that. But uh, so the like have- game show is it? Are, are we watching? Um- a new episode of the challenge, but WWE style. Right. The only reason why I watched the challenge is because Love Bug loves it, and I like I like to uh, I like to help support her and watch the shows together. There you go. Heck yeah! I I haven't watched the challenge since like the first Road Rules Real World original challenge they did. I, I don't know I, what this thing was even about. Yeah, but I haven't watched like MTV programming in many, many years. Um, I watch a lot of That's all right. I didn't know hey, man, some of the stuff on like Jersey Shore is still funny. I'm not going to lie. Oh, trust me. I'm all caught up with everything that's going on in Jersey Store. Oh, I'm shit. caught up with all Team Mom stuff too, by the way. Nice. Good for you, man. Yeah. <laughs> Very, uh... <laughs> People are like, wait a minute. Really, People really are... accomplished a lot. <laughs> People are watching this being like, wait, so you don't watch wrestling ever, but you watch Teen Mom? And yep. Hey, Jersey Shore, vacation. Right. I like it. Uh, so here we go. First match on the Rumble is going to be the United States Championship. So Bobby Lashley is going against Matt Riddle. Or, sorry, just Riddle. You know Riddle? Yep. Um, Bob, I love Riddle, but I'm pretty sure they're going to have Lashley win. Yeah, he's got the Hurt Business with MVP and uh, Shelton Benjamin, Cedric Alexander. It's a tough team. Uh, yeah, I see them. I see them taking it. Uh, a good a match that has potential to be really great on that show. Uh, the IC Championship is going to be Big E uh, versus Zami Zayn. I'm going for Big E because yeah. he's one of my homies, and that was Big E when he first came to SCW. He was real quiet, and no one like really like talked with him. And I was the first person. I was like, "Hey, man, what's up?" And he kind of lived close to me, and I was living at my parents' house at the time. And uh, he kind of lived close to my parents' house. And he also amateur wrestled a school yeah. that I uh, amateur wrestled against. He's a little bit younger than me, so I never competed. Plus, he was heavyweight. But um, we just became friends, and we used to ride to all the FCW house shows together. Nice. And we would take turns of driving and whatever. But we became real close because we spent a lot of time on the road together. And he's a great dude, so I'm going with uh, Biggie all the way. Hell yeah, dude! You could have been a New Day member. You realize that you're like friends with all of them. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going Biggie too, man. It's his time. He deserves a nice big singles push. He's a great talent. Uh, he was in Iowa a couple years ago. Got to meet him. He was awesome. Very cool. Yeah. The women's tag champs. They got Oscar and Charlotte Flair versus Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler. Um, I don't know what they're gonna do. The funny thing, Wes, about this match, just so you know. Literally all four of these women have like different feuds going on outside of this match, which is why it's like hard to Yeah, I don't know what they're gonna do because Charlotte has a thing with another girl on the roster who is they're like implying she's with Ric Flair now, like he's accompanying her to the ring. He cost Charlotte a match by pulling her foot. He's like got caught like showing her moves from behind, you know, Ric Flair. Yeah. Uh, and then Asuka has stuff with Alexa Bliss, and then Nia and Shayna kind of have their own thing. I don't know. I can't call that one because, like you said, there's too many storylines going on. Um, Let's go with – I don't know. You pick that one. I'm going to go Jax and Baszler. I don't think Asuka will go into uh, Mania as a uh, two-belt holder. I think she'll go in with just the women's championship. I think it's – All that changes. Is that, well, you never know. Yeah, and I could be wrong. Yeah, you could be right. Uh, so next match, the WWE Championship match, someone I'm very pumped to see, and then someone who has no business being back on television. Drew McIntyre versus Goldberg. Uh, Drew, uh, Drew better squash him. I, I, I will never watch the programming ever. I, I'm going Drew too. 
and I think it's going to be one of those things. And I'm friends with Goldberg, and that's the sad thing. I was like, I'm actually cool with them. Yeah. Like, actually really cool with them, but come on, man. Like, there's the time when you got to let the kid shine, and he deserves it. And Well, and the rumor is this may happen. So, like, the point, point is they may take the belt off him here to put it back on him at Mania in Tampa in front of a crowd, finally, McIntyre. Yeah, but that's the wrong person to take it off. I'm build it off with someone that to build build yeah. build a heel. Take build someone so he has a feud later. Build someone so you can actually keep telling more storylines. Build someone that's going to be there long term so you can actually have a long term program and actually build. You can get kill two birds with one stone, and you're creating another character that's going to draw you money in the future. I but, agree. You know, people don't like to well correctly, but ain't no, none of my business. I agree. I'm with you. I want McIntyre to win. I think Goldberg will win, uh, and I think it's dumb. Hopefully the Miz gets somehow involved with the money in the bank briefcase. But that also also makes me think, too, that if he doesn't win, Drew may get put into the Rumble at the end of the pit show, win that to get his match at Mania. But, again, there's a couple different things that can happen in that uh, Rumble match. Uh, Roman Reigns title holder, universal champion, against Kevin Owens in a last man standing match. Is Roman. Night. My prediction of match of the night right here. Uh, Roman, all Reigns. the way. I think Reigns will win, too. I'm hoping for Owens. I want to see him with some gold. Uh, I'm going with I'm going with Roman. That's uh, my dog. Yeah, I know. He's your boy. I'm just an Owens guy, though. Always have big. Chris, what's up, brother? It's been a while. Thank you for coming okay. by. Yeah. Hope all's well, brother. Uh, and then we yeah. got the women's rumble, and here's who's confirmed for the rumble for the women: Nia Jax, Charlotte Flair, Bailey, Bianca Belair, Mandy Rose, Dana Brooke, Peyton Royce, Shayna Baszler, Alexa Bliss, Liv Morgan, Ruby Riot, Tamina, eighteen more to be in that match. Probably some surprises, uh, maybe a debut or two, maybe some NXT tears. My pick is Alexa Bliss to win. Um, I really haven't been following any of that, so I can't. <clears throat> That's fine. We're going to just go with my pick on that one. Cause I and, just... <laughs> and actually, speaking of uh, women's wrestling and the fiancé kind of just just got out of bed, it looks like. No. <laughs> no. I'm getting ready to go to bed. No, you're getting ready for dinner. I am getting ready for dinner. I'm starting. Don't mind me. I am... Sorry, our table is a little better. That's all right. Oh, oh look at this girl. <laughs> Are you wearing a, a – is that Stitch? Oh, yes. I wish I had my Stitch shirt on right now. We would have matched. He's your favorite? I thought I was your favorite. You're my favorite. Come on, you, you don't compare to my favorite cartoon. Stitch is amazing. We're like – What is up, Red? What's up? Oh, my God. I have such a glow with my glasses. It's okay. People don't mind. I'm going <laughs> gonna, gonna, to – one thing first is, first of all, you uh, looked like the coolest badass ever last night. Thanks. I'm I know. What about that? What, what, what about that uh, strong language? How she yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I don't want to put it over too. Yeah. I, I mean, want... it was a legit badass. Thanks, Chris. Um, it Hashtag. just got to a point where. Um, you know, I had been gotten attacked already. I got attacked. I got jumped. She, you know, Brandy got injured. And yeah, the, the, not, the, the nonstop jokes uh, about the pregnancy. Um, and through all these, like, sequence of events, no one had ever heard me say a word. Uh, so it was a nice moment that I was able to get out there and uh, and let her know how I felt about her ass, you know, and that I'm ready to Stir her bitch ass up. Um, I'm ready. I'm I'm over it. I'm over the little kid games. I'm over the Twitter. Um, and he needs a partner, so I gotta step up for for my girl Brandy. You know. I told. How, how did it? How did it feel going out there and cutting a promo with Arn Cody? Yeah, that's know, that knowing cool. knowing that this promo right here is the promo that's gonna. The I, first promo. Yeah, I have to say that, too, Arn pumping you up before you came out. Oh man, that was uh, like the best moment. That was man. uh uh, it was very uh humbling, you know, and and it was an honor, you know, to have him uh, talk about me that way, uh, or even give me that type of introduction. Who am I, right? Um, 
you're the you're the shit. But right. <laughs> it was it was a little nerve wracking, but I was more angry than anything. So I was like kind of like tunnel vision, and that's all I was seeing was just getting my point across that I was over her shit. Yeah. Uh, so that's where I'm at. You know, I didn't really like. I could hear what was going on like prior to coming out, but like when my music hit, I was like, "All right, like let's go." And yeah. when I grabbed the mic, like I was pissed. So it was definitely a moment where watching it, I was like, "Cause there was a cool pop when you came out and got on the mic," but I was like, "Oh, that was a full crowd." That oh my god, sick. they would have, they would have, they would have went off, especially yeah. when like, oh man, it would it would have been crazy. Um, oh, I forgot what I was going to ask. You don't kind of hear anything. I can, like, there's a lot of people ringside, and I can hear certain people, but, like, when you're in that moment, like, the ring just feels so big, and just the stadium. So I can imagine, like, if that was filled with thousands of people, like, I would just maybe make it easier, but I might not have been able to, like, hear as much. Uh, I barely could, I, you know, I just have tunnel vision, and when when it happened. So I had one mission and, and that was to get my point across and, and get it out in, in, in a good way. You know, there's a lot of uh, talk of like, uh, you know, what, what, what were people going to think of me on the mic? It was my first time talking, you know, was I, was I going to stutter? Was I going to like, you know, and I showed everybody that no, like why, you know, I had a point to say and, and well, I, I said think, it how I felt. I yeah. think they were just, and I to, can talk. I think back. they were just trying to find a flaw, but they can't because your wrestling is so good. Right. And now that, now that they know that you can cut a promo. And it's not even like a cut a promo because like, I spoke from the heart. Yes, I know. You know? I, but trust me, I hear it all the time. I know you're tired of Jade. I know you're, like, sick of everything she's been doing. So I'm ready to see you whoop her ass, too. I'm sure. Yeah. I told Wes, like, two, three weeks ago, I was like, man, I can. Oh, oh yeah. You see, I, you can't, she always is ready. This is my next project. Hell, yeah. No, I told him weeks ago, I was like, I cannot wait to see her with a mic in her hand. Oh, it was, I, I didn't think it'd come this quick, but just so much had happened. I was like, oh, this is going to be easy. I get to tell her how much I dislike her on national television for everybody to see. I'm down. Let's do it. Yeah. When that segment came on last night, I don't know if you heard me before we went live. I was telling Les that when it came on, like I knew where it was all going, but I still even like giggled like a schoolgirl when your music hit and was like, oh, I, I popped. In my oh, life. that's the question I was going to ask you. So now since you have your own interest in music, what, how did you come up with the theme and like, what was the part? Because I never had my own interest music. Aces and Eights had their own interest music, but I never had personal interest music. Yeah. And now you have personal interest music. Like, how did that, like, come apart? And, like, what like what was, like, the thinking of behind, behind the song? Behind the song. Um, well, our music guy, Ruckus, was great. Uh, he was uh, such a nice guy, such a pleasure and so easy to work with. Uh, he came up to me and just let me know, like, hey, we're doing, uh, giving you some custom music, which is always great. Um, and he just kind of was like, throw me everything that you want, like beats that you like, artists that you like, what you see yourself coming out to, like, just be very specific. And I remember giving him, like, a couple songs that were my favorite, like uh, Chris Brown, Go Crazy. Yeah, yeah. that's too. Aubrey's favorite Aubrey's song. Big shout out to Aubrey. Um, so and Roxy. <laughs> I I said that song. Uh, my favorite artist right now is Kiana Lede. So I threw in a couple songs. Uh, I sent him. Uh, there was what song was it? E forty. E forty. A bunch of songs. Oh, tell me when to go by E. I said that so. Tell me when to go uh, by E forty, and um, he popped for that. Uh, so I just said. I want something along these lines, but I want to make sure that I could dance to my own music, like if I want to come up with choreography, and I want it to be a vibe. Like, when I come out, people are singing to it, people are stirring up to it. I want people to get behind it. I told him, uh, Brandy's music is super catchy uh, to me, and I love, like, school's music, and everyone gets behind it. I was like, I need that type of vibe, because I'm a dancer, so... If I can't dance to my music, I would have felt weird. But it turned out great. Um, it's always great seeing, like, uh, the other talent just jamming out to it, especially Sunny. Uh, he cracks me up. Big shout out to Sunny. Right? I'm, um, I'm very impressed with his work and everything. Like, 
that he does in the ring and all that stuff. Like, yeah, it's great. Yeah, it's yeah the so talent great. that you got around you over there is no joke. Oh, no joke. Uh, it's it's awesome. It's a big pool of just different personalities, and everyone wrestles so different. And the the greatest part is that the locker room as a whole were just so strong. Like, you know, I've never been part of such a big family, even like how long I danced for. But that's like a huge family, and like everyone is just there for everyone. Uh, you know, when we need to be. So it's it's awesome. I love. It's like they say, like. You know, if you love what you do, you never work a day in your life. So right. and I get and I get to watch her on TV. That's the coolest thing. So like, I start playing the matches like back like four or five times in the same time that it's playing. He's like, no, all right, next. It's like, um, it's like ten times. I'm very like. Uh, no, that's a good thing. That she yeah, I think that. very early on, I made sure to be comfortable critiquing myself and watching myself. Some people don't want to watch themselves. Some people don't want to hear themselves. I'm not embarrassed. Uh, you are your biggest critique. So uh, I learned that very early on with dance and everything. You got to watch back uh, performances because there's things that you might do that you don't notice you're doing and somebody else won't notice. And until you watch yourself, you won't know. Um, so, yeah, every time a dark match comes out or a match, I will watch the whole thing just kind of like because you watch it first sight and then you start picking up and, like, breaking down little things that happen. Like, well, you know, I moved my – my foot in this weird position and like oh my god this person landed weird like blah 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 like in my last match it was great everything went great uh but when we did the wheelbarrow bulldog uh i thought i was gonna break my leg uh and i wouldn't have noticed that i had so much adrenaline running right um and thank god nothing happened but it's just i nitpick at like everything but it was great uh it was awesome wrestling maddie so that's interesting that you say that because I was a late bloomer. Like my my teenage years, high school, I was very quiet, shy, didn't want to be center of attention. And then just one day I was like, I want to be on radio. Guess I'm going to have to get over that. But then once in radio, I got over the being in front of people, but then it was the critiquing when I had to go sit with my program director and listen back to my shifts and be like, so you say I'm a lot, or you say what's going on every time you turn and it's just like, and it took like the first two years for me to finally get to be like, okay, I can listen and watch myself. Yeah. And then it's awesome because I think um, you learn how to develop more as a person. No one can tell me how to be red velvet better than I can tell myself how to be red velvet. So, or you can think that maybe you did think your punches looked good, but then really, but they don't. You know, yeah, yeah, you know, I'm I'm very like I'm very on. open to criticism and stuff like that. I'm not saying that her punches look great. I'm just saying overall. No, but it was pretty dope. So, right? come up. No, I don't. You want to show one right now? He's right there. You can do it. <laughs> no, he makes food, so I <laughs> right need him for dinner. Yeah. Um, I need him just so I can have dinner. He made awesome tacos the other day. I saw the picture. I was very so jealous. He, he, I have to give it to him. Uh, up until I met him, well, not even just kidding. Sorry. My mom is the best cook that I know. She is. She is the best cook. So uh, I never thought I would find someone that can top my mom's cooking. He is right there. They cook completely different, but I'm a very picky person. So the other day, um, not the other day, a while back when I first met him, he loves peppers, and I was just like, like bell peppers. Yeah, like bell peppers. And I was like, ah, I'm not really a fan of those. And he's like, I bet you that I can make them a certain way that you will eat them like how they are without any type of food. I'm like, no way. So I'm not going to give up his recipe. He mixed and stuff like, I don't know if he wants it to be a secret. Yeah. Um, okay, so he mixed and threw and all this stuff. And then he's like, here, try this. And I tried the peppers and asked him. He was uh doing like taco night on Tuesday and I could not get my hands off the peppers. And I was like, I had honestly, to tell her to stop. he was like, I need you to stop. Like I need to, I they was like, the yeah, they were. And, but they just, he makes it in such a way that I'm like, I can literally grab a bowl of like the different peppers and just eat them like that. And I would have never that steak. I was like, yeah. I don't know why after I had knee surgery, I feel like a pregnancy after I had knee surgery, like I was disgusted by steak i couldn't okay. like smell it I, could, I don't know what it was i just and i used to love steak and my mom used to make it all the time but uh after knee surgery i don't know what it was i just could not no rhyme uh, or reason i just after the surgery just like no yeah steak. i just could not i don't know i would like smell it and it, i'd get nauseous and stuff like that i was like wow this is really weird so then i was just like chicken and uh fish and lobster and crab and then he was like oh you know you're gonna have to start trying 
uh, steak again, you know, if you want to, like, get bigger and stuff like that, and now ask him how many times do yeah. we eat steak. And <laughs> one of the coolest things is um, when we were first dating, I took her tuna fishing. Oh, and uh, she caught her first tuna, and I actually cut it up. I know because I don't see what the big deal was. I I don't think you don't realize how many people don't go out there and. Are I was able lucky to catch I didn't get pulled in the out of the boat. That's what yeah. I was happy about. But he, it's such a big achievement, I guess. That it I is, like, that's yeah, it is. Fish. Like people don't normally catch it. It's a hard fish to catch. You have to go out in the middle of the ocean. It's mm-hmm. not like an inshore fish. You literally have to go miles and miles. It was a four-hour boat ride to get to where we were actually fishing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, it's definitely – I'm from the Midwest. We're all just lakes and rivers fishing. But when people up here start talking about going deep-sea fishing, it's like, oh, I'm going to catch a tuna. I'm going to catch it. Like, it's a big oh, Nice tuna, too. Yeah. And it was great. They made, like, uh, tuna tacos. Yeah, so I, good. And I wasn't that big of a fish person either until I met him. I tuna, I ate like, like I ne- yeah raw tuna. You cannot get me to eat that. It was gross. It was disgusting. Now any type of restaurant that's like seafood, I go looking around to see if they have that as an appetizer. I love uh, raw tuna now. So I mean, he he taught me a good lesson. He said, uh, which I take this day and I value it now. Um, he said it doesn't hurt to try something. If you don't like it, you can always spit it out. Right. Um, it's, it's true. And yeah. it's true. And look, I've just learned how to eat so many things. Because so. I learned that experience from traveling. And okay. when you're in another country, and sometimes the food might not always look appealing, but you got to give it a try because you yeah. might be in another country and that's all you got. It might actually be good, but you're just right. going off a of sight. And sometimes sight can play a even trick on you. Yeah, like I we went to a restaurant and then I tried mussels mussels mm-hmm. it was like mussels with like white wine and garlic and garlic and it was great That's and i originally awesome. would not eat it it's just, so like, okay let me ask you guys this time both of you what is the weirdest thing you've eaten weird i would just have to say an ant or it was like a huge ant that my aunt fed me in Colombia. it was so weird she's like oh try it but it tasted like you know how like ants look like they're two little bubbles yeah, you know, and then they have their little like I bit into like maybe the back part, and it just tasted like popcorn. It was weird. That is weird. Yeah, I was like, "Is this you guys' popcorn?" Like, uh, I don't know. It was weird. I think that's the weirdest. Right. Wes. He was trying to get me to eat. Like, he wanted me to eat deer the other day. Deer? Oh, come deer? on! I'm a, I'm I'm in Minnesota. That's like you get no, I said if he deer ever, and then he said he wouldn't tell me. I said if you make me eat a Bambi and you don't tell me, uh, that might be the reason for a divorce. It's delicious. Deer deer meat's really good. Oh yeah, venison. That's that's high stock up here in Minnesota. Uh, my, when my brother was a little kid, my dad went hunting on the East Coast, and when he came home with the deer, my, that was my brother's exact words. Was you? He started crying. He's like, you. I'm too emotional for that. I I rather like, I think, I mean, I love food too much to go vegan or vegetarian. Nothing to anyone who's like that. I would have probably been vegan, but I just like, if I don't see the food, like the animal before, like if it's killed in front of me, I'm not going to eat it. Like when I was younger and like Latins love to cook like the pork, right? I I wouldn't have ate it. You know, if I see it, I won't eat it. That's why I don't think I could ever try frog legs because I saw this like, it's not a meme or gif, but like a video on Instagram where someone went to like a store that had everything laid out, like fish and everything, and it was frogs, it's and the frog moving. was still moving. Oh, oh my god! Oh, I can't. I've seen a snake that way. Oh. oh, don't say that. You know that that now. I've seen you. You can't ask me because I've been to pretty much every country, so I've seen everything. And I'm okay, sorry, I've what's tried. the weirdest? There's gotta be one. Yeah, I've tried brains. I've Ew. Tried the one thing I, I um blood soup. Um, that's why I can't go on food. I can keep going more and more. I've tried everything. I mean, that's disgusting. Like you want the most weirdest animal? Yeah. Um, I tried liver. I tried heart. I tried tongue. I think I should take um, it to a challenge where we have to eat and only one of us has to eat. We might win some money. We there you go. Fear factor. 
No, I don't. They ate coagulated yeah, blood balls one time. Yeah, but see, those are like, I don't want to be forced. Like, this was not forced upon me. This is all stuff that I chose to take. I'm like, I'm not. Well, you can choose to take it for a lot of money. I don't want to do that for a lot of money. But I don't. That's not me. I just, I'm not scared to try something. Yeah. Fair fact that you got to swallow it. That of insulin, whatever it tastes nasty, I just spit it on my napkin and I put it away. Like, right. You know, like. Because you never know, that could be someone's galaxy or, like, yeah. you just, I don't know. I've yeah, a lot of weird stuff. That's how I've done, like, weird things. Is like, my friends, oh, hey, we, it's our thing. We eat chicken feet. Try it. No, I'm cool. That's, like, the legit claw off the chicken. Like, it looks like you just cut it off. Like, no, but try it. It wasn't bad. Uh, and then cow tongue, just because I'm, I'm oh. – Cow tongue is actually really good. It's mm. sliced really thin. It's yeah. really, really good. Well, yeah, I'm half Mexican, so that's like, you know, the tongue. You can't get me to try that. Uh, you just can't think about it. That's the thing. When I eat the lengua, you just can't think of what it is. Just enjoy that it tastes good. Yeah, or oxtail. No. Yep. Oxtail's good. No, thanks. No. But all right. on a bird, you guys realize you should just open up like a restaurant. You got. I always told food. him, but he doesn't. He yeah. says he doesn't want to be like a slave to the kitchen. Not like it sounds in a bad way. Like if he says he doesn't want to be a slave to the kitchen for other people, yeah. he yeah. wants to do it. He does it because he loves it, and he wouldn't mind doing it for all our. Children. I wouldn't want to cook the but, same meal over yeah. and over again. Yeah. Would drive me insane. I would have to do something like like. Every day the menu would be different. Yeah, I'm so ADD that like I could not. I'd be like, I'm not cooking all that. Like, I'm changing this. I'll be like, I'm gonna do this way. You know, that'd be the beauty if you had your own place. Though you can literally go like to the farmers market and be like, you know what, this is today's special. This is what we're doing today. I could, or I could just cook for my family and my yeah, friends. Yeah, no, you could do that. Just make, do that. Just make my close ones happy. There you go. Um, yeah, some people ask some questions about uh AEW Dynamite and what's going on last night. But what I want to ask is uh just it seems all signs are pointing to this is gonna happen at a pay per view coming up. And my question is how does it feel to be like you may be going into your very I'm assuming your very first pay per view? Uh well yeah, hopefully they uh accept because uh, all she knows how to do is roll her Twitter fingers on Twitter. Uh, so hopefully she steps up to the challenge, and if it ends up falling uh, at Revolution, then, it, you know, it'll be great. It'll be a great moment to have. Uh, I got to make sure if it does happen on that day to live in the moment. I'm very, you know, and I want to be able to soak up that present moment if it does fall on that day. If it falls on any other day, I'm still going to beat that ass. Uh, so... I think you should always be prepared. I'm always never prepared. Know. I'm always prepared. I've been prepared from the moment I kicked the door down and I hoped it hit her, but she wasn't close enough. Sadly, Rebel was By the way, when that happened, I laughed oh. my ass off. When I saw uh, Rebel go flying and the door just popped open and you came oh. back in, oh, oh, I was yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, uh, I was I've been ready. I've been ready. Uh, she really knows how to try to get under my skin on Twitter. But then again, it's just Twitter. Uh, she's not been doing a lot of talking in the ring. I have yet to see her uh, do any wrestling. So uh, we'll see. Um, she wants to talk, but she better put her money where her mouth is. And she got so much of it. Right. Yeah. And there's a lot of potential things with that match when it, uh, when it can finally happen, because we haven't seen her wrestle much. And Shaquille O'Neal wrestling. We haven't seen that much either. So very, uh, very marquee match. And I couldn't be happier for you. I really couldn't. Thank you. Uh, just not, I don't know why that popped back up. Sorry. <laughs> um, Wes, before we end the show, just what could you tell her? Because you've been in that similar situation. Uh, you had a big cage match with Kurt Angle. That was a pay-per-view match. And that was a very great moment. So like, what could you tell Red as she's going to get, uh, possibly get, begin to prepare for this uh, big match? Well, Red's been pretty much taking care of herself. She knows what she's doing. And I just kind of just been being her emotional support. I don't I don't tell her anything of, like, what to do. She just says not to let the Internet yeah. get to me. Yeah, I just have her back. I have when she needs someone to give her some motivation and – you know, I've been helping her out the gym, and we've been training really hard, yeah. and just kind of 
just being supportive and just being, you know, the the supportive husband and just watching his uh, fiance go out there and become the superstar that she's becoming. And it's a, it's a beautiful thing. And it's, it's cool for me to sit back and just see how proud I am of her and see everything that she's accomplished on her own mm-hmm. with, you know, with her hard work and everything that she has accomplished is just mind blowing. And it just makes me proud. Of it. And I just sit back and I just watch and I'm just, and I watched the matches then ten times. He's like, yeah. All right, let's watch yesterday it was so bad how many times I went back to watch the match for just like commentary, everything. He was like, All right, let's watch Team Mom. That's how you know it's bad. He's like, Put on Team Mom. I'm like, Oh man. Oh, that is awesome. No, well like I said, it was uh yeah, it's it's very cool. Uh, seeing Twitter last night while watching Dynamite and she was was trending. You were trending, which is amazing. And on top of that, the response of just in the Dynamite thread of so many fans being like, finally, she is a star. This needs to happen. Yes, she is. It's it's time. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna show people like it's not about my size. It's not about who you think I look like. It's not. It's about me coming out and showing you guys what I've worked so hard for my craft, you know, and there will be the, the people who are all up for the revolution and then, you know, people who are not for it, but either way, uh, they're tuning in. So. Right. Thank you to all of them. Hell yeah. And I can't thank you enough for being on here wearing the stitch hoodie. Cause of course. sick. Love it. Um, plug whatever you want to plug red. What do you got going on? Where can people find you? Uh, you guys can find me on my social media. Uh, Instagram is LA underscore Red Velvet. I had to change it. Uh, the underscore Red underscore Velvet is Twitter. You guys can see some of my old matches on YouTube. Book me on Cameo. Valentine's Day is coming. So if you want me to get your significant other a little message or break up with them on Valentine's Day, we can do that. Um, what else? I think that's about it. Um, and make sure you guys follow the Briscoe and Big Ace podcast definitely Wes you got anything coming up you want to plug uh no no awesome yeah I don't have anything either Tuesday nights uh 7 p.m YouTube 7 p.m central the two count me comedian John Russell we get very nerdy on wrestling join us for that uh we just did a really cool episode with our favorite rumbles I don't know what your guys' favorite rumbles are if you even have one but mine was 92 flair winning it all and getting the belt and Bobby Heenan gold on commentary throughout that match as a flare boy it was great um but yeah, a hard one. It, it, it really and actually we didn't get to the men's rumble uh so sorry if we skipped that one guys my opinion is the fiend's coming he's gonna win it if anybody yep. wants, but um yeah youtube facebook instagram twitter briscoe and big a show we're on there you can find all of our past stuff audio exclusive versions on the voc radio nation Shout out to them. Check out all the great content they got going on as well. Yeah, stir it up. It's going to go down. Watch Dynamite every Wednesday night, Dark every Tuesday night, and make sure you're supporting our girl, Red. And uh, we'll be back. I got a vacation coming up in Vegas, so we're going to probably try to drop one more show next week since we won't the following week because I'm going to be just doing crazy things. And nice. I'm going to shut down Vegas. Grand City. <laughs> yeah, I, my crazy things is I'm just going to eat a bunch of food. Me too. That would totally be me. We're about to go eat a bunch of food right now. Yeah. Right. All right, guys. Enjoy your night. Enjoy your weekend. We'll see you guys next week for another Briscoe and Big A show. See you guys. Peace, love, and happiness. This is Lance Storm, and if I can be serious for a minute, you're listening to VOC Nation Worldwide. VOC Nation is one of the longest-running wrestling podcast networks, having started way back in 2010. VOC Nation provides daily streaming shows where fans have the ability to interact with their hosts and guests via phone calls, emails, and Twitter. VOC Nation hosts also include former backstage interviewer from both AWA and WWE, Ken Resnick, former WCW performer The Maestro, former Impact performer Wes Frisco, Pro Wrestling Illustrated contributor Brady Hicks, and former Philadelphia radio personality Bruce Wirtz. VOC Nation's two most popular shows are Wrestling with History, featuring Ken Resnick and Bruce Wirt, streaming live on Wednesday nights at 9.30 p.m. Eastern, and In the Room, featuring Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks and WCW alum The Maestro. Both shows take callers live during the show, and recent guests have included 
General Adnan, Nito Santana, Haku, Earl Hebner, Danger Sandy Davis, Jimmy Hart, Richard Steamboat, Brodus Clay, and so many more. Archive free content includes past interviews with huge names like Hulk Hogan, Jesse Ventura, Kurt Angle, Sting, Mick Foley, Joey Styles, Howard Finkel, and so many more. Listen live at VOCNation.com and subscribe to all the podcasts by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. And be sure to follow these guys on Twitter at VOCNation. This is your amiga, Shelly from Cali. To let you know, you can catch me here on VOC Nation for Shelly Live. You never know what the hell I'm going to be talking about. Sometimes I have guests. Sometimes I let you on in the cheese mess, spill a little tea. Sometimes I cry. You have to tune in to find out why. And I also take your calls. I love chatting with you guys and seeing what the hell you guys are thinking. So meet me here on the VOC Nation. Be there or be square. Rock and Roll Union for the past two years has been the place for rock and roll, new rock and roll, debuting rock and roll, and some of the old classics as well. We have welcomed guests from around the world, national artists and more. We have excited many people by our live events. We've welcomed everybody into the fold, and we continue to do so on a weekly basis. Guys, that is Rock and Roll Union, and that is what we do for you. Saturdays, 6 p.m. Eastern, VOCNation.com. Each and every Thursday night, check it out. WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro. Talking old school match of the week, talking dream matches, taking your calls and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, and wrestling. Check it out. VOCNation.com. WCW Retro. Be sure to call in Thursday nights, 9 Eastern, on the VOC Nation Radio Network. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network.